everybody thank you so much for those of you that will be uh, from today the followers or the subscribers to this podcast it's one of my own initiative that i'm taking just to put what i know or i happen to have came across in my existence out there as part of the information that is available for certain people to use to make certain decisions about their lives and this as i encounter other encounters that i had with the people that are thought experts in terms of whatever that we'll be talking about and as you have heard if you have listened to my trailer uh, of this podcast you know that you know we are exploring everything that is anything around the sun uh, under the sun uh, the idea is just to make sure that you know we break it down we're trying to understand what is it all about what is it all about that anything that we talking about we're trying to ask the basic questions of what is behind the main idea of whatever is it that we're exploring and i thought since we are in the pandemic and we've been you know hearing the statistics being given that there's so much of the uh, covid positive tested people and there's been so much that you know has been recovering and all that boils down to a specific type of a job done by an individual who did specific instructional programs at the university or university of technology and we want to know behind those statistics of covid say that there's millions of people that has tested positive of covid there are people doing the job and those we call them the medical technologists that is what we're exploring today we want to understand what is a medical technologist and of course we go into deeper and try to understand the profession and try to analyze the content thereof of what makes it what it is as medical technologists so i had a conversation with a professional and i started by asking her to give us a bit of a background in terms of what is the title of her profession I'm a medical technologist by profession. Medical technologist by profession. Give give us a bit of your background in terms of how did you end up being that medical technologist by profession? Where did you study and then all those kind of things? Okay, I did my high school in St. John's College in Ontario, but I had a mother who worked in a hospital, so mm-hmm. sometimes after school I would visit her around. I've always been like curious as an knowing like to know what's going on uh-huh. inside all the departments in the hospital so she'll take me around for job shadowing and i think that's when the interest started at that time i wasn't really particular to which uh health faculty i wanted mm-hmm. to be in but as i went job shadowing in tata hospital and kept inquiring about different uh, departments then i got to find out about biomedical technology mm. and then there were career days at school mm-hmm. so they brought brochures and we had some professionals that came around and introduced we will get into details about that now let's talk about your qualification where did you get your qualification what qualification do you have and uh, where do you work and how long have you been working i enrolled at cput bell campus cape uh-huh. peninsula university of technology that's where i got the qualification mm-hmm. It's a four-year program. So, so what is it? So let's go into details about this biomedical technology or medical laboratory sciences. Let's talk about the composition uh, of the, the qualification itself. Um, uh, how, how is it being structured uh, at the institutions of higher learning and you know, in terms of subjects per semester? 
your your compulsory subjects, uh, your practicals, and all those things. How is it composed? How is it being composed from uh, semester one or first year up until to the last level? Okay. Uh, firstly, uh, it has uh, different streams. Mm. Has about six. Okay. But now that's when you are at a professional level. But right. when your first year, you uh, it's done in semester courses. Okay. Five subjects uh, per semester, and usually the first six months of your first year is usually uh, like a recap of the subjects that you did in high school. Okay. The stuff that you they teach you about it's. Stuff that you're already familiar with. And then second semester, that's when they get into details with uh, the subjects. Mm. Terms that you've never heard of, immunology, microbiology, mm. cytogenetics, mm-hmm. to mention a few subjects that you get to do. All right. And with every subject, there's a practical session of it. Mm. And then on your second year, you continue with those subjects, then... On your third year, that's when they uh, expose you more to um, towards um, a special field that you would wanna align yourself with mm-hmm. once you've done or completed your your qualification. And these are the different uh, departments that we have. We have histopathology, mm-hmm. uh, study of human tissues. And then cytopathology, where we scan slide in cytology. And then you have chemical pathology, clinical pathology, microbiology, study of bacteria. So those are different uh, compartments within the the course. So, so once you are close to uh, finishing, well, you're, you're actually on your third year, that's when you get to decide and align yourself with whatever that uh, interests you. And you will be taken to different training laboratories mm-hmm. whereby you will say, I choose microbiology. This is what I'm going to specialize in. So that specialization no. starts after your third year, basically. And you also have completed your practicals already by then. Then you can specialize on your fourth day. Or, you, or you, you haven't completed your practicals. You are going to choose that specialty and then on your last year, mm. you are going to be working in a laboratory at an institution, for instance, Hotiskir, mm. doing exactly what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. If you choose to do hematology, mm. then when you, on your last year, that's what you'll be practicing the entire year. That's where you'll be working in the entire year. And then you get to write your board exam mm. on that specialty. Up until you pass that board exam, you'll f- remain jobless. So okay. you're not done studying up until you pass the board exam. You can graduate, that's okay, mm-hmm. but you still need to write a board exam with HPC, Health Professionals well. Council of South Africa. Uh-huh. Up until then, you're done with them. You've passed their board exam. Then you can register with the board and then start practicing. But you can obtain your degree and still fail the board exam. And all that work of four years has gone to waste. Okay, let's be specific here. For one to get okay, let's go back before 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 <laughs> we get excited about this. We want people to to understand clearly. So for one to graduate, they need actually to be doing that a period of three years and that four years. The, the experimental work uh-huh. on the last year yeah. is still part of 
your syllabus. All right. Yeah. So for you to graduate, you need that three years program that has the subjects that you're mm-hmm. doing that you're not specializing as yet, as yet. And then for the fourth year, then you go and you do experiential learning at an institution like Rotesky you mentioned yeah. or some could be Tiger Bank or whatever other medical hospitals. Then after that, then you get your credits being tallied for you and then you'll be declared that you no, know, you're a graduate of yes. uh, medical laboratory sciences. Yes. And then still after that, before you can even go get into the market and start practicing as a an individual with a background of, say for example, immunology, which mm-hmm. you did on your third, on your fourth level, yeah. right? Uh, then you still need to write the board exam with HPCSA, um, Health Professional Council, Council of South, South Africa. Africa. And that means no, you still have to, after you qualified, you have to go study, sit down and study, and then get invited by HPCSA to write your board examination, and then you still have to study after that. Is that what and you're that board exam is your work from first year uh-huh. up until your third year, so it's all combined in there. Okay. Up until your fourth year, so it's all combined in there. You must go back, study those calculations, mm. everything that you did in first year up until your last year, then write that board exam, and then they can say, okay, they know the story. And yep. then now I'd say now I've written that board examination with HPCSA. You know, I've got my registration number mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm the title that I will hold. What would it be? Say, for example, I did immunology then. You are still a medical scientist slash medical technologist. Okay. But in that. In that you're not going to be, you're not, we're not going to call you an immunologist. <laughs> okay. No. Immuno- <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you will be a microbiologist, but you are still a medical in scientist, a, medical technologist. In a technology environment, but specializing in a particular... In, okay. yeah. let, let, let's just, just uh, for in terms of specialization, because we already mentioned how it runs, and then that means when you get to your fourth level, that's when you select that specific one that you're going to be doing in your practicals mm-hmm. on your fourth level. So let's talk about those six streams that you spoke of that one can select on the fourth year. So let's just run them a little bit into, you know, if I say immunology, then I say immunology because, you know, you're dealing with this kind of things. Let's start with the first one. Immunology, so that's one of the streams you can choose as your specialization on your fourth level. Yeah. All right. And then the second one, just just break it down to us a little bit. Uh, second one, you also have microbiology. Okay. Which is what is it Study about? Study of viruses, mm. bacteria. All those microorganisms. That All those you microorganisms. Okay. You do that, and then you have cytogenetics. It's so it deals with mostly genetic related disorders. All right. Yes, and then you have blood transfusion. Uh huh. We transfuse blood. We All screen. Right. Yes, and then we have cellular pathology, study of cells, for any human tissue or part, which is. I want to explain it to you, you know, whether you're going to understand. There's a slide. We study abnormal cells. Let's say uh, there was a, 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 a tumor mm. or a, a lump somewhere that was removed from you, and mm. then that's how we're going to detect if there are any abnormalities. Then mm-hmm. we're going to study the entire thing and on a cellular level basically that's uh-huh. what we do with uh, cytology okay yeah. so cytology and we got this is microbiology uh, cytology cytogenetic uh, blood transfusion and cellular and what's the other one histopathology how do you spell histopathology <laughs> <laughs> anyway histopathology you guys you have to go google it and histopathology <laughs> what is it about again uh, study of human tissues human tissues yeah. okay all right and then the last six one 
Which one didn't I mention? Okay, we've got micro, uh, we've got cytogenetic, we've got blood test. And then it's cellular. clinical chemistry. Clinical chemistry, we just basically are testing your uh, bloods for analytes, uh-huh. like your low potassium, your uh-huh. cholesterol. So these are specializations that one can follow in biomedical technology yeah. or medical sciences. And then now, okay, now you, you qualify to get your national diploma after four years. It's called a national diploma. The title of the qualification that you have saying is it a national diploma? It was is it a national B-tech? diploma when it was biomedical technology. Okay. Now it's medical laboratory sciences. It's a it's a it's a degree. It's a degree now. Yes. So they call it a degree of medical uh, laboratory Bachelor's sciences. In, yeah. But it is it is a post grad? Uh, is it regarded as post grad or it's still a force under the undergrad? It's your false undergrad. So let, let's say that now person A who's listening currently, they want to go towards um, a, a postgrad now. So what's the next level uh, after this uh, particular degree of, of, of medical uh, laboratory sciences? Well, you can venture into uh, research. You can mm-hmm. work for research councils. You can venture into working for research laboratories at an institution. Mm-hmm. Some I've seen some who've actually ventured into actually becoming doctors. Mm. Once they got tired, then they did their three years. Mm. They didn't have to go sit again for the seven years to get to medicine. Okay. So, so what you're telling me is that you no, know, if you have this particular degree and then you want to go to the medical fraternity fully, so you do get credited for yes. the background that you have in the biomedical technology or the medical laboratory sciences. Yeah, Vets University does that. All right. And then other universities around Western Cape here, like uh, UCT. Um, do you have medical sciences at uh, uh, UWC? No, UWC does not have. Okay, but UCT, I'm sure it has. UCT, yes. So they will also consider that for you if you want to do the medical medical school. Yeah, but not all universities credit you. But I know Vets University and mm-hmm. University of Pretoria, they do. All right. Three-year uh, credit. It is very important that you go find out more. We are sharing with you. We are setting the light. You know, what are we doing here? Uh, always, we're saying that, no, here is the path. Take this path. It's going to lead you to water. So it's up to you when you get to that water whether you're going to drink, drink or not. So we showed you the path, me and always, too. We do it our part. We're doing our part at the moment. So let's just draw a parallel. I'll just draw a little bit of a parallel mm-hmm. to this particular uh, instructional program to the medical practitioner. Let's just elaborate it coming from a professional medical scientist, technologist, uh, you know, the person themselves that works on daily basis with medical practitioners. Let's just draw a parallel. How do you guys relate with each other in terms of your work environment? Well, first of all, we have to, even if we didn't want to, we have to get along because mm-hmm. we, uh, us and doctors are handling our patients' lives. Mm-hmm. So we have to work hand in hand, ensuring that whatever the tests that the doctors are requesting are actually uh, requested on the right samples and if they're not familiar mm. with what is required at the laboratory it is our responsibility to inform them that for this and this particular test we need a sample in this particular manner and everything and they should be providing us with the right samples so that we can be able to do our job and get or yield the right results so that the patient can get treated at the, at the end of the day so there's a lot of mutual respect mm-hmm. because we handling people's lives and we all want um, the best 
All right. That, that's very exciting because some people, you know, we, especially from us, the people of color. So when you grow up, the first thing that you think of, I want to be a doctor. Mommy will be very excited when they hear that, you know, you want to be a doctor. So probably if you also tell your mommy that you're doing a medical sciences and you'll be working with the doctors, you know, they will just get excited as much as they will get excited when you say you want to be a doctor. So youngsters excited. The possible career opportunities that one can get after qualifying with medical sciences degree from a university of technology. Let's just give them options that are available up out there. Like I said, you can get employment at Medical Research Council, you can get employed at forensics laboratories, Mm -hmm. you can get uh, employed at blood transfusion services. Mm. There's quite a lot of them. Then you get private pathology laboratories such as PathK, and Mm. then you get the National Health Laboratory Service, which is like the biggest Mm. at the moment out there. And the nicest thing about uh, being a biomed student is that by the time you get to your fourth year, mm. the institution has already organized uh, training companies for you. So it okay. is up to you to perform at your maximum best mm-hmm. so that that company may keep you. But I haven't till this day heard of anybody who's ever been without a job after they've completed Mm-hmm. This uh, this course. So there's quite a uh, lot of private companies that are hiring, mm. and yeah, and institutions of communicable diseases. As these are things you will get to know about once you get at an institution. Mm. Once you're in there, these companies will come to you, and they will, you know, market themselves, and then you get to choose what you want to do and where which company you want to work for. But there's quite a number of them. You'll never go without a job. If if someone is listening currently, I can tell you now, if it was me listening, I'll get excited about this instructional program from the way you just put it out there. Because if you look at the landscape of our country or the worldwide as it is, unemployment is very rife uh, in the country. So if someone is guaranteed that no much as you're going to be, you know, having to sacrifice your social life, you won't be able to be partying. And when you're done with this particular instructional program, you're guaranteed that you're not going to form part of the statistics of people who are sitting at home with a qualification at your back, uh, you're carrying it at the back but it's not working anything for you but this one, you are saying uh, uh, all the way to, you yes. are guaranteed that once you, you know obtain this particular instructional program, you definitely are guaranteed to be having a job it is, so w- w- what is the most f- fulfilling thing ever, you know, we're saying that no, you can get a job, you know, you, you, you're guaranteed to be securing yourself a position in a certain organization, but there must be that, you know, that one thing that is so fulfilling about becoming a medical sciences uh, qualified fight a person well, well, you know let's just get them whoever they are listening now wants to do this excited a little bit what's so exciting about it well uh with this particular one you have to be really compassionate about it because the most fulfilling thing for me is knowing at the end of the day that i've actually managed to save a life mm-hmm. that's the most fulfilling you know when you're calling out results and you're seeing the patient's progress and mm. you know that you've played a big role in True. ensuring that the patient recovers that's the most fulfilling thing for me having to help out anything uh all the way to that you think you might have left behind uh, that you still want to share with oh uh, well all i'm gonna say is that if you Listen to this conversation and you think you've gained a particular interest, just go find out more about it and ensure that you perform well at school and go do some job shadowings. If you're mm. around the Western Cape, we have uh, training academies that would be more than happy to show you around and so that you like have an idea of what at least what this course is about. Do go out there and find out more 
we do need more young technologists. So yeah. if if he, someone calls me tomorrow and say that I really want to shed, would like to shed only two for a day, uh, to see what she's doing at work, uh, will that be possible? Yes, you can have my email address. Uh-huh. You can give them my number. Uh-huh. Don't WhatsApp me at all. And I would like to thank you, Oloiti, uh, for coming here. But I can promise you now that this is the biggest service that you ever rendered uh, in your life. Because uh, currently, you know, the people that are listening now, the, the duties that we're offering from our own uh, time that we're dedicating to them is to say that, you know, you guys, uh, we wish you the best in your lives. And then us talking like this, we want to be an inspiration to you. If you walk around here in the West Coast, you find most youngsters roaming around the only thing that they see or they know uh, as a, a, a something that's an inspiration it's someone who's a gangster. It's someone who's a drunkard. Yeah. It's someone who you know who who, who shouts a lot. So people like uh, all the way to November. She's a medical laboratory scientist. She's a very young woman who has managed to go through all of these things and managed to accomplish them. And now she's being regarded as a medical laboratory scientist. So are you out there, young girl, young woman out there, young boy out there? You can also become one of these uh, people. And one day I might be sitting, you know, uh, sitting in front of me here. We're talking about about your journey as a scientist or maybe a medical doctor. So yeah, that's it for the first episode of this What Is It All About? Yeah. We're trying something new, um, but the information is very valuable. And someday, somewhere along the way, you might just have to share it with someone. And I hope that uh, it makes a difference. Have a lovely day. Thanks again. See you on the next one. So, so, what is he? The bad.